Welcome to Navigating the Modern World, a place to gain skills or new ways of thinking, coping, or approaching the areas of life that you may feel stuck, stagnant, fearful, or challenged. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Navigating the Modern World. My name is Kimberly Johnson. I am a mindset shifter, a peace warrior, and a sex advocate. I do life coaching and sex coaching in Denver, Colorado. Um, I am excited about today's episode simply because it's just something that I've been kind of playing with and wanting to share for a long time. And it's, it's really like it stemmed from this idea of I'm about to turn 30. And I felt like my 20s were kind of, you know, just a roller coaster, and crazy. And, and so the inspiration for this podcast comes from me wanting to just make an offering to people in their 20s. But mostly this is for everyone. Because I know people that are, you know, not in their 20s, that are also struggling with similar things, or um, they really, really are totally uh, within the realm of taking this to heart as well. So Today's just, I'm going to be talking about the five things I wish somebody would have told me in my 20s or in life. So number one is it is okay to not know. It is okay to not know. And it's okay to feel like you are all over the place. It's okay to feel confused. It's okay to feel conflicted. And what I want to say about this is that especially in your 20s, but really in life in general, life in general is about simply learning. So in learning, there is a lot of like, do I want to do this? Is this what I want to do? And like trying out different things. One of my favorite quotes, um, I forget who said it. It was in one of my trainings, maybe my business training. Um, but they said, you know, be dedicated to the goal, but not how you get to the goal. So be dedicated to the goal, but be flexible in how you reach the goal because actually life is about kind of feeling around in the dark. And I said this on another episode, you know, there's this beautiful metaphor that I heard a spiritual teacher say, and he was talking about how life is like walking in the forest in the dark. You trip over things, you hit a tree, you fall into a hole, you hear crazy noises and you get scared. And then every once in a while, you see a bolt of lightning and it strikes and it lights the path. And for a split moment, you have clarity and you have more peace. And then it gets dark again and you wander around. And I love that metaphor because nobody, when I was in my 20s, told me it was okay to feel like I didn't know, that I didn't know what I was doing. 
In fact, I just felt shameful and I felt fearful and I felt um, like I was lazy or confused and that I just would never get to where I wanted to be. And I just want to say that still to this day, I feel this way sometimes and it's okay. It is actually what it is to be alive is to feel that chaos. So it's okay to not know. Number two is, you know, the second thing I wish somebody would have told me is that I am not my thoughts, my feelings, or my emotions. So I'm going to say it to you now. You are not your thoughts, your feelings, or your emotions. These things change. If we begin to identify And to identify with something is to make it who you are. If you begin to identify with your thoughts, your feelings, or your emotions, you're going to feel stuck in your life. So a lot of people, this is especially in the realm of depression and anxiety or stress, is a lot of people begin to identify that they are a depressed person or they are an anxious person. And what I want to say, or like even when one of mine is, I am a bad person. And what I want to say is that you are not the thoughts that arise in you. You are not the feelings that arise in you. You are not the emotions that arise in you. And how I know this is because your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions are constantly shifting and changing. They are never the same from moment to moment. If you have depression, then you are simply experiencing the feelings of a depressed state for a short period of time, and that will pass. And then maybe in a few days, you'll feel happy, and then maybe you'll feel depressed again. And it's because our feelings and emotions shift and change. That is the nature of them. Same with our thoughts. One moment we're going to have a thought that you're a bad person. And then the next moment you win your volleyball game and you think, oh yeah, I'm really, really talented. Like we are also not our thoughts. We are not our thoughts, our feelings, or our emotions because those things change every single moment. And we cannot be something that is constantly shifting and changing. Number three, the third thing I wish somebody would have told me is to have more fun and follow my bliss. So I tend to take life quite seriously. And I think that's a great attribute because I get a lot of things done and I, um, you know, I... I can contemplate things and I dive deep into things and I analyze things in a really deep spiritual way. And actually, whenever I let go of being so serious and I have more fun and I follow the things that make my life expand and my heart expand and I follow the things that make me blissful, then life becomes different. It becomes more in flow. It becomes more easeful. And I'm going to say this about following our bliss. Is following our bliss does not mean that it's not going to come with its own challenges. 
It is my bliss to help people the way I help people. Yet it comes with fear and it comes with challenges of its own. But that does not mean that it's not my bliss. Our bliss sometimes is challenging. You know, something that I'm doing right now is I'm in salsa lessons and I love to dance. People that know me know how much I love to dance and, um, and I want to be good at it. And it's makes, it's like my body's like communication with the spirit world. It's so like a spiritual experience for me. And, um, and so taking lessons, sometimes it's frustrating because I can't get the moves, but that doesn't actually mean that it's not my bliss and that I shouldn't keep following it. A lot of times people think like if it's your bliss, then it's just easy and fun all of the time. And I want to say that that is not true. Sometimes what we love the most is what challenges us the most and to keep following it because you know that every time you do it, you get this sensation in the pit of your stomach that you know you're doing the right thing. So have more fun, laugh more, smile more. Do the things that call to you. Do the things that make you feel alive and blissful. The fourth thing that I wish somebody would have told me about life is to not resist change. When we begin in life to be presented with a lot of growth or opportunity for growth, like we do the same thing repeatedly. Like for me, one of my things is like scheduling. You know, if I forget to put something in my calendar and then I don't show up or I double book myself, it becomes very frustrating. And it's the world and the universe trying to literally create change in me. It's presenting all of the opportunities for me to change. And I have two options when I'm presented with the opportunity of growth and change. I can flow with it and begin playing with change and exploring change, or I can resist it. And I'm sure you've heard this quote, but what we resist persists. So if I resist starting to carry my calendar with me everywhere or being more organized, then If I resist it, then I continue to miss meetings and I continue to like, you know, push myself backwards from where I want to be. And we do this in a lot of areas of life. So how can you stop resisting change and just get curious about it? Change feels uncomfortable. You know, one of the mantras of my life right now is how can I start getting more comfortable with being uncomfortable? Because life is all about growth and learning, and it is sometimes uncomfortable. In fact, when you feel uncomfortable, I tend to think that you're doing something right. And I don't mean right as in right and wrong. I just mean as in you are pushing yourself and you're going after the things that are calling to you. Because when we do that, it feels uncomfortable. Yet the reward and the payoff is not even like my ability to communicate it. I can't because the payoff is of the soul. It is of the truth of being alive. It is a feeling that I can't even describe because it's so profound. So stop resisting. Change is going to happen to you. You know, the most probably profound change that has happened to me in the last year is that I quit drinking. 
And I still sometimes like might have a glass of wine, but for the most part, I have, you know, I have quit drinking because my life is so much better. And it's true that my social situations have changed. It's true that even some of my friend situations have changed. Yet, I feel more connected to spirit and to my life and to God and to the universe than I ever have in my entire life. And if I would have kept resisting it, because I knew for probably about a year before this that I wanted to stop drinking, but I kept drinking, I kept drinking, and it led me down a path that was actually quite rough. I made some mistakes. I did some stuff that I had to clean up, but not drinking. There's none of that. I mean, there's that. I still do those things, just not when I'm, not because I've been drinking, (laughs) And not as much. Um, So just stopping resisting and allow change to happen as it comes to you. Embrace it. Embrace it. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That is what it is to be alive. The fifth thing that I wish somebody would have told me is to literally find, so the fifth thing is to find holiness and the good in all things. We have two options in every single moment of our life. We can view things as an obstacle or we can view things as an opportunity. We can view things as Like this burden, this awful thing that has happened to us, we can play the victim or we can see that everything is holy and we can trust that all things are working for the good. It's your choice. In fact, I believe that that is free will to in each moment choose how you perceive everything in life. Are you perceiving it as an obstacle or this burden, or this awful thing that's happened to you? Or are you viewing things as an opportunity, as a teacher, as growth, as beauty, as holy? Everything is holy. Every single thing is holy. There's a practice, there's a practice that Um, I read in a Buddhist book and it was talking about how everything is holy. And it was talking about how literally um, they would give people the task of cleaning toilets and to clean toilets as you clean them to see every single part of your cleaning of this toilet as holy. Like really experience and be aware that everything is holy. And there's, you know, there's the Buddhist quote, um, Actually, I'm not sure if this is a Buddhist quote or a mindfulness quote, but um, the quote is, before enlightenment, you cut wood, you carry water. After enlightenment, you cut wood, you carry water. It's actually not what you're doing. It is the mindset and the perception and the way that you're doing things. So how can you begin to see things or get curious that things are an opportunity, that things are holy? instead of the opposite. 
And simply just becoming aware of how or where your mind is set. Is my mindset that this is a bad thing and this is a burden and that this is wrong and this shouldn't be happening? Or is this, is my mindset that this is beautiful and this is holy and I'm learning and I'm growing from this situation? And this is also how we can view people. We can assume the best in people instead of assuming the worst. So many people that I notice walking in this life are assuming the worst out of life and people. How can you assume the best? If you're going to assume something, which assumptions are just made of stories. So if you're going to assume something, why would you choose to assume the worst? What about you assuming the best? What if you assume that the person missed the meeting because they genuinely made a mistake about the time or they genuinely had something going on in their life? What if you assumed about people that they were innately good and that they innately mean the best? Whether it's true or not, it will change everything in your relationships and it will change everything in your life. To always assume that things are holy and an opportunity and assume the good in every single being. You know, A Course in Miracles, um, there's an author, her name's Marianne Williams, and she wrote a book called A Return to Love. And in the book, it states that everything is either done in love or in fear. So if somebody does something that you don't understand, how can you have compassion toward them and see them in their humanity and see that they might be fearful and extend love to them? Really deeply extend love and compassion to them. And this is just a bonus. Um, that I wish somebody would have told me. And it could be the sixth or it can be the beautiful bonus, but I wish somebody would have told me to have a love affair with myself. I had lots of boyfriends. You know, I was always obsessed with boys. And I wish somebody would have told me to fall in love with myself and the right people will come or the right situations will come. When we love ourselves, we can give freely to the world without resentment or fear because we know that all is well. We know inner peace and we know that everything in life will actually be okay because we feel it within our bones, within our bone marrow. So once again, one, was it okay to not know? Two, you are not your thoughts, feelings, or emotions. Three, have more fun, follow your bliss. Four, don't resist change, welcome it. Five, find the holiness and the good in all things. And the bonus was fall deeply in love with yourself. If anything came up for you that you want to share, please, please, please email me at KimberlyEliseJohnson at gmail.com. That's K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y 
A-L-L-Y-S-E Johnson at gmail.com. You can also find me on KimberlyCoaching.com or my blog OneYearAlone.com. You guys are so amazing. My prayer is that this podcast brings a little bit more peace into your heart so that you may know peace and then be an offering of that peace to every single being you encounter. Until next time.